Let me take a bong rip first. Yo, this is Darth Hader, and you're listening to the Nightly Strange. Hey, welcome to the Nightly Strange. Strange, Strange, Strange. <laughs> welcome to the Nightly Strange, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, D Mac Uno, live and direct from my mama's basement. How's everybody doing today? Special guest in the building tonight, Darth Hader. How you doing Yo. today, man? How you doing? What's up? Oh man, I'm just, just chilling, just chilling. So, like, first off, man, what, what, where, where'd you come up with the name Darth Hater? Darth Hater. Uh, well, I used to play in guitar before I got into hip hop, really, and I was in metal bands. And uh, at the time, like, I mean, obviously, I was into metal. I, I'm still into metal, but like, I love hip hop. Is my I love hip hop. That's I've always. So I mean, I was even listening to hip hop back then when, like, I was in the metal bands. Obviously, like, I'm playing metal, but I'm listening to a lot of hip hop still listen to some metal and then the other guys in the band would always be like well i mean as this i started started going on i felt like the genre of metal started getting very stale and like everything started sounding similar and they were all like diverging on this all the artists were diverging on this one sound and i was just like getting real bored with it so all my bandmates kept showing me like new new albums by bands i used to like or you know or, or just even new bands in general and i just be like nah i don't like it and i just like you hate everything man yeah because i love i love star wars so much they just started calling me darth Vader, and then <laughs> i stuck that's dope though i kind of felt that way about hip-hop too man between like what was it, like 2010 until i say about 2016 like people be like oh you like this guy you like this guy and i'm like nah man i was a hater myself you know but then it was like I had to watch a Talib Kweli interview and he was like, man, give these new dudes a chance and listen to them. And I finally did. And there's like, there's some new artists I like. The mainstream stuff I can't get with. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I feel like that's just propaganda. But yeah, like, definitely. you know, yeah, like there, there's new artists I like. Like I like, I like Doughboy. I like uh, Schoolboy Q. I like, who's the one guy that's been, I, I like the most? Uh, Denzel Curry, him and Guap Dad 4000. Well, as far as the newer, uh... It's hard. I mean, it's hard to get into new stuff because, like, I'm I'm an albums guy. Like, I don't listen to songs. Yeah. So, like, you you have to like convince me to give me like a, like a half hour of my time to listen to your whole album. You know, like so. Yeah. Yeah. As far, yeah. As, far well, as newer, I would say like the Griselda. That's like the thing that's I'm um, catching on the most. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too, dude. Me too. I'm like I'm heavy on Conway the Machine right now. Him and Benny the Butcher. Like. Yeah. Benny's Benny's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> nice. I haven't really gotten the Gunna. You know what I'm saying? I guess I gotta listen to stuff. But I, I like I I listened to the new Conway album, man. I've just I've been feeling that and that new Benny the Butcher. Like for some reason, that's just like old school hip hop to me a little bit. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's cool because they actually rhyme. Like I mean, it's and they're they're real grimy and real gritty. Like yeah. that's it's cool. Definitely cool. Like it's definitely a definitely a nice change of pace from everything else that's going on. I know, right? It's like it's it's crazy how everybody wants to be like the same. But I keep I tell local artists because I work with a lot of local artists where I'm from, and I'm like, bro, you can't ride somebody else's wave because say you you jocking Young Thug and you want to be like Young Thug, when he falls off, you're gonna fall off. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely, and even so, like you're never gonna reach where you want to be. Like it just feel like yeah, it's I mean hip hop metal. Like, cause hip hop, hip hop has a bigger, you know, cause it's so big. There has has like that pop scene that's, you know, we don't we don't really necessarily care about, but it's there. And yeah. there's the underground scene. The problem with metal was like metal wasn't that that big, so like it was all kind of underground. So even all these undergrounds, like there were a couple bands that were like breaking and getting kind of big, and so all these underground bands were trying to sound like these couple bands that were really big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just yeah. like really, whereas hip hop's hip-hop's just a more diverse genre in general like you, there's so much it's so unlimited like 
you could mix it with basically any genre that's out there and you could come up like throw a beat on any genre and it's hip-hop now yeah yeah <laughs> so because yeah it is so diverse you know what i'm saying that's, that's what i like about hip-hop man it's i feel bad for like some of the older artists because their fans keep them in that same window where it's like no they can't try nothing new or else i'm not gonna listen to them and i'm like bro you gotta give them a chance like you can't expect snoop dogg is still talking about killing people <laughs> back in the 90s to today you know what I'm saying? he's a grown he's a grown he's a grandparent now you know what i'm saying like yeah, let him serious, diversify bro. yeah it's like i'm not gonna put it in a spice one new album be like oh he ain't talking about killing nobody i don't want to hear this you know like let him grow he might he might start a farm or something you know what i'm saying yeah, but I mean, he's still rapping about smoking weed. I'm sure that's. I mean, that's part yeah, what, of why you listen to Snoop Dogg. What does somebody? What does somebody put on Twitter? They were like, "Yo, they told us if we smoke weed when we got older, we wouldn't amount to nothing." But Snoop Dogg got thirty jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That is classic." Funny. So, what, what's funny. your what? So, your name's Darth Vader. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite Star Wars is definitely The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to get my kids to watch that lately. They're like, why is it so old? <laughs> like, they, they want nothing to do with it. Why? Like, my, my favorite one is, I have to say, Revenge of the Sith. That's unfortunate I, that they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, I try to get them, like, they'll watch the old, the, like, the newer, like, episode one, two, and three with me, but they don't want to watch the old. Because fuck them, man. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and then it's like, you well, know, it's they crazy. Do have, I, uh, on YouTube, they have this, uh, they did this, like, CGI remake of the uh, original fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader on what? the original Death Star from the, from the original movie from uh, yeah. episode four. What? They did, like, a CG. Did you ever see that? No, There's, no, like, no, a, I haven't seen that. You should definitely check it out. They did like a CGI thing where they used like his Alex Guinness's actual face in there. And, like, okay. It's just really like you could tell that it's CGI a little bit, but like these guys just did this. Imagine if like you know Disney wanted to do that, you know? <laughs> like, so it's a, it's a more it. intense fight because the last because when you go back and watch the the original one, it's like yeah, they hit the lightsabers like four times and it was over. Yeah, they turned it into a real fight. Like they were using the force and like throwing stuff at each other and like like. The, the sabers you know it was just all all the effects of the sabers and like the way just all of it it made it was it made it like it was one of the newer movies fights you know yeah. it was yeah, awesome. see, I, did, I liked I liked watching the newer newer ones they made but I was like still disappointed because it seemed like it was just a money grab to me you know what yeah, I'm saying it's like new ones new new ones I'm very very disappointed with yeah me too it's like <laughs> yo why are you guys still in the same ships why is the empire allowed to rebuild itself why are you going to kill Luke Skywalker in the second movie like it yeah. just, I'm just highly why disappointed. Why are you gonna do that to Luke in general? They just made him like enough, you know. They, they turned him into that's not Luke. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like that. What disappointed me the most about that movie is that like you know they're stuck in a spaceship for like half the movie, and I'm just like, this is trash. Like yeah. this is this is like a, a low budget Star Trek episode where you're getting chased through the whole movie in one spaceship. Like it's just, I was highly disappointed, but I still watch them. I keep watching them. Oh, of know? course, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'll watch everything they put out because just because. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think about the Mandalorian? That was actually awesome. I was very yeah, was... happy that they actually were putting stuff good stuff out. Now I'm like actually a little excited. Maybe they could actually put more good stuff out. <laughs> Like before, I was just before Mandalorian. I was just disappointed. I was like, Ugh. yeah, like that Han Solo <laughs> movie to me was like three movies too long. Like, was, but that's still better than like the episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those they were they were they were terrible. Just Rogue terrible. One, Rogue One is awesome. Like honestly, Rogue One is the best movie they made since the original trilogy. I think. My, in my yeah, because it, it didn't have it. Like the only star, the only lightsaber action it had was at the end. So you actually had to pay attention to the storyline. And that's yeah, what I tell my kids. Yeah, yeah. That's what I tell my kids. I'm like, yo, the first three movies, it has action, but it's a love story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
Like, and they're like, oh, no, it's not. We don't want to watch. I'm like, whatever. Just go clean up something, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a love story. It's definitely a love story. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, getting back on music, dude, like, you, you reached out. Like, that's how I met you. You reached out to me online, you know what I'm saying? We worked on some music and stuff. How hard is it dealing with trying to deal with so many artists? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty, pretty difficult, definitely, trying to, like, I mean, I've been working, the, the one we're working on, this mixtape, I'm just finally doing, the, the fi- like, the final mixes for it, and I started it, we started, like, a year ago, you know, it just takes such a long time yeah. to, like, find the people that want to work on it, and then you get a bunch of people that say they're going to do it, and then they just, like, fall off, you don't even hear from them, they don't even, po- like, they just drop off the face of the earth, Yeah. It's like, crazy we know it's like a lot lot of people these days it's easier to be a rapper these days like back in the day when i first started like either you had to you had to know how to rap or you couldn't do it and so i realized like because i work with these people down at boom house studios they have in my town and you know there's tons of people that like pay for studio time and just flake on it and i've come to realize a lot of people just want the title they want to be known as a rapper as an artist they want to be like oh yeah i had studio time today but i blew it off you know it's like they don't want to put in the work and then when they see they put in the work and it doesn't get them anywhere right away they just they drop they quit you know that's a very good assessment <laughs> yeah yeah because i like i said to you bros like you know uh, out of 10 artists that you meet eight of them is about some bullshit you know what i'm saying like and it's, it gets frustrating like I, I feel bad for dudes that make beats because like you know like when i go back and buy beats from people bro they're so happy they're like oh my gosh this is the first beat someone ever bought from me and i'm like bro i got this one from you off youtube and it already has like forty thousand plays what are you talking about but like it's, yeah, it's well, a hard business I'm actually getting into that more, the beat making side of it more. Like I, like I, I actually, because I, I like producing more than rapping. I think I don't know. It's, it's I think I like it better. It's and I do it. It's easier for me to do it more. Like I can make way more beats than I can like rap songs. Yeah. Like, you know, just so I'm. It comes to me more natural. Because I mean, I've been a musician for a lot longer too than I've been rapping. Rapping, you know, like. I yeah, and you were in a, you were in a band too, right? So it's like you know all the chords and stuff. Oh yeah, I know a lot of music theory. I've been well, I play guitar. I play the lead guitar, so I was playing like the fast solos and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was. Uh, we we had some crazy. We were pretty heavy bands. We had some pretty crazy parts. We made some people go pretty in the mosh pits. That was that was the best part about that playing live, playing live, and just people going crazy and hitting each other. <laughs> You know, beating the shit up there out of playing, each other. watching them and shit. Like, yeah, you're like inciting a riot, basically. It's awesome. Like, and everyone's having a good ass time and shit. You miss yeah. doing shows? Oh yeah. Oh, that was the like. That's honestly the one. Like I said, that's the one. Like hip hop is not as much of a live genre, unfortunately, as, as like metal was. But I definitely want. To, I've done one show a while ago, but I mean, COVID obviously yeah. ruined everything. Yeah, we did in my town. I did one of the last shows we were allowed to do before they did the lockdown. And it was at some like, you know, like where I live at, I live in a Navy town. So it's like, we all you have is dive bars. You can't have big nightclubs because they'll shut them down because like Navy dudes and people fight. And so like, we did the <laughs> show and it, it was hella dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a lot of fun and then it just shut us all down like a week after that. So, I mean, there's a lot of artists out here hurting. And I, and I see that you're putting in a lot of work and I try to explain that to other artists. Like, bro, this is the downtime where you should be working on everything that you want to work on. So when the world opens back up, you know what I'm saying? You can hit the ground running. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of dudes just sitting around like, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I'm like, well, bro, just get to it. You know what I'm saying? But it just shows you a lot of people's different work ethic, you know? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Being a musician takes a lot, a lot of work. Like you said, people don't want to do the work. Maybe they don't realize how much work it takes. Because even like these big musicians that like you say, oh, they suck. But I mean, they put in a lot of work to get where they are. You know, yeah. like it's a lot of promo. The, Dudes don't realize. Yeah, even, and even they're like whatever if their rhymes are simple or whatever they get in the booth i'm sure and they probably nail those parts you know like they know how to do it you know it's, yeah they learn they learn their craft they learn how to record with the microphone you know like it's like it's crazy like sometimes some of these like because i record people too and like sometimes it's like they don't even know that they have to talk into the microphone it's just like what? So it's, yeah, it's just it, like crazy you're paying yeah. studio time and you're not like researching how to even do it at all like like I don't, I don't get it because I'm always trying to be as prepared for things as possible. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy no, to me, me. Me too, dude. Like, I see people go in the studio and they'll, like, sit there. I remember one time I went with a group of people to the studio. We were, like, teenagers and they were going to record a song. They wanted me to come along. And so we get in there and they play it. They pick a beat. It took them, like, 10 minutes to pick a beat. Then they all start writing to the beat and they only pay for an hour. And I was like, what? What's going on here? This is what you guys are doing? And, like, so for me, it's like I record at home, but then I'll go to Seattle to my friend's studio. And I record in there, you know, I'll pay for four hours and I'll do about 20 tracks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, yeah. let's knock, knock it out. Boom. Next one. Knock it out. Boom. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah, to utilize my prepared. studio time. Yeah. Because like even, because professionals, they have this thing called pre-production where they'll learn all the songs and get everything ready to go so that when they do go to the studio, they could just go in and bang it out. Yeah, that's what like, you're supposed to do. But some people, like I said, some people just like the title. They want to be like, yo, man, I was in the studio for four hours last night. I did one <laughs> song. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be a banger. It's hot right now. I'm like, bro, you just wasted four hours. You know, the producer, the dude that's recording him is just like, yep, whatever. Shut up, yeah, D-Mac. Exactly. Shut up, don't say nothing. <laughs> and exactly. I, I, I try to keep it quiet. I'm like, all right, man, you got to make your money. But, you know, I'm, like, I went to a studio one time. I did five tracks in an hour. And they were looking at me like, damn, you did that? I'm like, hell yeah, bro, I just paid you for an hour. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not about to waste my money. I got kids to feed. You know what I'm saying? Well, my money's worth You're right. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever get your stimulus checks? Oh, yeah, definitely. I got yeah, yeah. I got the direct deposit, so they went right in my bank account. Yeah, see, well, I'm, I messed up on mine, right? So I had to. We're having technical difficulties at the moment. Someone probably almost said something incriminating, or people are fighting. We might let you know, but right now we have to make a show. We'll be right back on in a minute. And then you screw up a little bit because of their screw up, and then it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I mean, that's just how it rolls. I remember one time oh, I used yeah. to have to go to court, dude, and they sent me like a court notice, but they sent it to the wrong address. And they've been sending me stuff for court for like years, you know what I'm saying? And so they sent it to the wrong address. I don't know. I go to get a job. I go to the, the job. They're about to hire me. Like, wow, no, sorry, dude, you got a warrant for your arrest. I'm like, what the hell? And I go to court and I tell them, <laughs> you sent it to the wrong address. So like, well, the people didn't return it. I'm like, are you serious? What? Like, they didn't even like, but I'm supposed to own up to my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't believe in the judicial system anymore. Anyway. Definitely uh, not. Justice is maybe justice. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to have some money to play in their world. I can't Definitely, do it. No, yeah. Well, that's I mean that's just the world in general. You need money for everything. It's it's yeah. just ridiculous. The capitalist. That's what we are. Yeah, it's crazy too. That's why it's like I wish I could have a fake identity. <laughs> I kind of I kind of low key like if I ever get in trouble again, I want to say I'm not even from this country. <laughs> like, like, oh no, I'm not even from here. What do you mean? Here is my information. I don't have an ID. You know, hopefully they won't take me in because of COVID. And I'll be like, ha ha, I slid, you know? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Or they might just put me in ice attention and deport me to wherever I said I was going to. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. 
depends how, how lucky you were that day. I know, I know. So so back to the music, man. Is there any artists uh, that are out there that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Uh, I mean, I haven't worked with most of artists. I've only worked with a very small amount, so uh, there's plenty. I mean, anyone that works hard, you know, that works hard and, like, loves what they do, you know, that's, that's really, you know, the requ yeah. requisite to work with me. Like, it's, I mean, I have, like, I got a, I just finally got a beat store set up, so I got, like, a, hand, a bunch of beats on there for sale, finally. Well, nice. Finally. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I used to go, I used to go on a, what you would call it, Dat Piff to get my beats. And I met a lot of cool producers on there, but now it's like, you go to the second page and it's just this one producer named Def Street. And his, he just like, I don't know what he does. He must go in there in the morning every day and just like turn his stuff off and turn it back on. Cause it's just pages and pages and pages and pages of his beats. Yeah, that's the problem with like sites. There's some kind of algorithm and then people can game the algorithm and then it's, it's yeah. just ruined. Well, see, Twitter's money, starting, Twitter's starting to do that now. Have you, have you noticed that they're like they're where you can pay and have your posts like appear in everybody's page yeah of course that's inevitable they have to ruin it <laughs> i know right so what, which social media site do you think you've had the most success on um well orig like originally instagram but that was before like they monetized everything you know like yeah. and then they like they monetized but it just then all the algorithm thing got changed and then that just stopped like it just stopped working completely then i came started going on twitter more and then i, I probably overall twitter definitely have had more success reaching out to people and because it's i guess it's a more talking platform too than instagram instagram is like pictures and videos pictures, yeah yeah i like twitter more because twitter like you could talk to anybody on there you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They may they might not talk back to you, and sometimes they yeah. do. You know, it's like, and you can link up, and like, it's crazy how somebody can post something on Twitter that's just simple. Like, I don't know if you saw that one dude making the beat, and he's making like a goofy face while he's making it, and everyone's like, "This is tight." It ended up in Meek Mill's hand, and Meek Mill's bought the beat from him, and now the dude's like a star producer. Yeah, anything can happen like that. Yeah, that's what's crazy like, about Twitter because you could, yeah, you at them, and you know they might not see it, they might see it, you never know. Yeah. Well, no, they all they see it all. It just depends on if they want to respond back to it or not. Like I feel well, bad for celebrities. I feel like people like that probably have so many of them that they don't see all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably have like a, a shit ton of them, and then they're just like they only see like you have to have a good timing. That you open like you get it right when they open the app or something. You know, <laughs> then you're right at the top of the list. No, they're probably screaming. But you remember they had that one thing where like celebrities read mean tweets, and they see all of it. You know, because when you're a celebrity, you want all that attention. But I mean, I guess if it's like a bad day, like, you know, when they're jumping on Scarlett Johansson, she doesn't want to see that shit. She's like, no, nah, turn it off. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. They'd be, they be going hard on people on Twitter. I'd be feeling bad. Oh, for yeah. That's yeah, the other thing. yeah. You'd be, well, and then like, when you, when you don't like them, you're like, yeah, get them, get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twitter is pretty, pretty harsh. I can't like some of it. I just, some of it just makes me like disbelief that like your people, you're just allowed to like threaten these things to people and then nothing is okay. Like it's just fine. Like, yeah, that's that's not a get not illegal in any way. It's just... well, well, I realize if you threaten them, like you, you can threaten them a certain way, but if you cuss at them, you got to put like a special character in there. So if oh, I put geez. F U asterisk K, 
I'm good. Cause like one time I cussed somebody out and I got suspended for like 12 days. And when you're suspended, <laughs> when you're suspended, you can see all the tweets, but you can't say nothing to it. So it's like, it, and when you get suspended, everybody's having a good time. You're like, oh shit, they're going on this person. Oh, this is happening, but you can't say nothing. And it's like, you know how Twitter is bro. Like in an hour, that shit's over. You know what I'm saying? Oh this yeah, yeah. Twitter is quick, yeah. Yeah. So man, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, bro, how can they get a hold of you? Like you have an email or what's your ads and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, well, Twitter, I am Darth Hater. Still on Instagram, that's real Darth Hater. Then I'm on, my, my beat store is on Track Train. But I mean, I actually, I have the, because I have the Haterverse. That's like the Haterverse Entertainment. It's like the, the label that everything gets released underneath. That yeah. Just, I have the website for that, which is Haterverse.com. I guess it's probably the best because you could get to anything from there. Haterverse.com has links to everything that I do, so... That's probably the best if you're trying to look me up. Work on some projects and stuff for sure, for sure. Well, man, I'd like to thank you for coming on my podcast. It was oh, fun no, having you here. You know what I'm saying? Like thank you for having me. Like, I love this. was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, man. Anytime, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate you uh, coming through. And uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Darth Hater in the building. This is D Mac Uno, and this has been The Nightly Strange. Y'all have a good night. Welcome to The Nightly Strange. Strange, strange, strange. <laughs> yeah. It's not.